You're listening to Jane Talks to a Wall, a podcast for people who like to hear me talk. I'm your host, Jane, and this is me playing a little ditty. Hello, and welcome to Jane Talks to a Wall. I'm Jane. Welcome to the latest in a string of questionable decisions. So, a lot of you tuned in last week for my first episode. Thank you. And um, you might have even realized that there was a question left unanswered, a cliffhanger, if you will. And that is, do rabbits burrow? A lot of you texted me the answer, um, and I appreciate that. I I knew that they did. Let's be honest. <laughs> I had to double check um, before I felt that I could say it with confidence. And now I can say with confidence that all rabbits, except cottontails, do indeed burrow. So now that we're all on the same page with that, I would like to point out the fact that I also learned from the first episode that I have a right so thing. Um, it actually occurs to me now that I probably should not have pointed it out because now you're going to notice it and it will definitely start to grate on your nerves. But I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll become like a game. I don't know. That's wishful thinking. Last but not least, um, I, I learned from the first episode (laughs) that I probably do need a script and I'm recording this podcast as in episode two for the second time now, realizing that I don't need a script, that a script is for me, a cage, (laughs) And I don't do well in cages, apparently. So if you were hoping that I would, oh my God, I was going to take that to a weird place, but I stopped myself in time. So let's get started with episode two. Um, Last week, I talked a bit about how I got here, um, which left some of you asking how you might get here. And... um, I wanted to talk today then a bit about how to care. You know, like, are you happy living life the way that you are? Maybe maybe you are. Do you think that the world is flat? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh, but come on. Um, or maybe you, maybe you don't believe that climate change exists. Um, some of you might even roll your eyes at Greta Thunberg and think that she's overkill, but today I kind of just want to get real and start talking about how to care. Like, how can we care about the ground that we're standing on, like the air that we're breathing and the water that our bodies are roughly 60% made up of? Um... Right, and perhaps as you begin to care about those things, you'll start to learn that the earth is not flat and that climate change is indeed real, and you might even get to a point of realization in which you see that your life is not fulfilling, or, yeah, I don't know, maybe you won't get there, (laughs) Um, and that's okay, but let's talk. So maybe you're not an activist, um, 
you, you know, you don't have, it's not that you don't have a dog in the fight, but perhaps you're not a street dog. (laughs) How about that? Um, maybe you're not one of those outspoken humans who are barking up the, the corporate political ladder, you know, fighting the battle for everyone from the top down, but there's still plenty of things that we can do on the ground here and begin the fight from the bottom up. And in doing so, we can meet our activists in the middle and we're still working together to reach a common goal. You know, I mean, we need our activists, but everyone doesn't have to be an activist to make change. Um, Perhaps that's an unpopular opinion, but all the same. So it occurs to me that somehow humans, people have started to feel that making a difference or facilitating change doesn't apply to us, that like on an individual level, it doesn't mean anything to us specifically. Um, We even convince ourselves that we're already doing our part or that even if we wanted to do something, we're too small to see our actions result in any real change, Um, which is bogus, but okay. Maybe we even started believing that the way we live isn't as harmful as the way others live, and therefore we can overlook it without ever even having to evolve. My question for you is, is standing still really doing your part or doing any part? I mean, is not making a situation worse making it better? Yeah, let's 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 think about that for a moment. Maybe let's let's break it down. Um, imagine there's a bathtub on the second story, and it has overflowed, and it's to the point now where water is dripping into the first floor apartment. Um, perhaps the first floor apartment is your apartment. Okay, so. Of course, we're not going to go upstairs and turn the water back on just to feed the flood. I mean, we're not going to make it worse. But just sitting in the living room watching, like in the first floor apartment, watching the steady drip make the situation better? No. I mean, the damage has already been done. And in an attempt at fixing the problem, we're going to have to adapt. I mean... At some point, we're going to have to learn to live around the hole in the ceiling and the resulting construction work that will come with it, just as we have to adapt to the changing world. And that means reevaluating how we live upon it. And yeah, I digress. So, okay, honesty time. I don't know if you can tell, um, but I sort of made that analogy up on the spot and I'm questioning whether or not it's foolproof, and the answer is most likely no, but do you get the picture? I mean, there will always be an overflowing bathtub that we have to adapt for. Maybe the next one will be at work when we need to comprehend a new uh, operating system, or perhaps um, a bridge on our commute will need to be rebuilt, 
and we will have to adapt, reevaluate, reroute, correct, reboot, so on and so forth. And that can be a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> Not a lot of people love change, but that's beside the point. So what makes this pill easier to swallow then? Caring. You know, I care that the people on the second floor have a repaired and usable bathroom. And I care that in time, the new operating system at work will simplify my day-to-day tasks, freeing up more time for me to focus on on other things. Um, I also care that people have a safe bridge to travel over, myself included. So that kind of brings us to the next point. How do we begin to care about anything? And all I can tell you is make it personal. Like, see what I did before? For, for example, um, I exercised empathy, like in my sincere wish that people, that the people living above me or, for example, after me, have living conditions in which they can thrive. You know, they have an operating bathroom, they don't have a hole in their floor, and they can once again bathe or shower. Um, I saw the bigger picture at work, and even though I found something to complain about, I'm sure, with the new operating system, I eventually saw that, that it was for the greater good, like for everybody at the company and for the people that the company serves for example. Um, I understood that all things decay and the bridge is no exception in this case. And for me, at the end of the day, I was just happy to see that my safety and the safety of, of other commuters was made to be a priority as it should be. But yeah, so these are all things that are personal to me, either because they involve me or because they involve people that I care about, friends, family, and yes, also strangers. Those are people that I care about and others should care about. Um, Our peers, our fellow human beings. Um, Right. So anyway, so once you've made it personal, then you become more invested. You become more interested in those things. It's like... um, You know when you start a new book and, well, maybe you guys don't read, but just, you know, let's, let's pretend that you do (laughs) or apply it to anything that you really start, that you really like. So you start a new book and it, it like really sucks you in. I'm sorry for doing that. (laughs) I'm not going to take it out though. Um, and you, you really like eagerly await this moment that you can, that you can delve back into the book and that you can kind of lose yourself and learn something and get a different perspective and whatever. And so you're reading the book and you follow along with the new developments. And when the book is over, some part of it sticks with you. I mean, that's when you know it was a good book. That's when you know it was a good cause. That's when you know that it became personal, you know. But after that, it it all just kind of builds on itself because then you read a similar book and and, and that book has a different perspective and, and you learn something new from that book. You, 
you know, the gears turn a little bit differently and, and yeah, you, you gain insight on some perspective. You, yeah, small shifts start to take place in the way that you think and the way that you feel without you even noticing. And then an expansion, you know, because the next book is about something entirely different, but you're more aware now and you've learned these things in these previous books. And, and what was once something that maybe you rolled your eyes at becomes something that you're invested in and understand on some, on some level, deep or not. So slowly, but surely you've, you've broadened your inner circle of, of cares you know, you see yourself and your values in those topics and you're, you're intrigued, you're invested, you've put time in and, and yeah. So, so let's bring it back to the big, to the big picture. So what are the things that you care about or what are the things that, that you should care about? What has value in your life? Where should you be placing the value? Um, what, what do you see in your future? What do you want to see in your future or not even your future, but the future and, and what do we need? What do you need in order to fulfill those things in order to see those things become a reality in order to live that future, you know, and if you don't care about anything, that I didn't mean to scoff. I, I think it's perfectly normal to still be in the dark. It depends on how old you are, but <laughs> I'm trying to be kind here. Um, I think it's I think it's okay if if you're not really invested in politics and you're not super involved in in this movement or that social movement and this change. That that's that's okay. But but if you if you're not, then then. Perhaps this is a way for you to, to become interested, to, to start to care. So start trying to make some topic personal. Start trying to make something personal. Find, find a piece of that that you can hold on to, that you can relate to, that you can somehow put into your life and, and make it real, make it relatable. And um, yeah, try to relate to this topic or these topics in some meaningful way. Um, maybe, maybe you care about a person who cares about those things. And because you care about that person so much, you want to share similar interests or you want to show them that you take their interests seriously. I, I don't know. I mean, if that's your in, whatever, it's you're in. I mean, that's the point. It's, it doesn't really matter how you get there, I guess, as, as long as you get there. Um, or maybe maybe you or someone close to you has been struggling um, with health issues, and now is the time to start looking into what you put into your body. Um, that's pretty much like my story. Um, but, but start asking these questions. Where, where does it come from? Where does the food come from? Where does this product come from? What are the ingredients? Um, what are the long-term effects 
or side effects of using and consuming these foods or using these products. And also very, very important to ask is what are the effects of production of these products, of these foods on our planet? You know, I mean, it all sort of, it it all goes together. It, it, It snowballs. It snowballs until it becomes a really big thing and all of a sudden you thought you just wanted to to focus on clean eating and and clean um hygiene products but then you're way down here at like oh but now I need clean air and I need clean water and and yeah it's it it becomes the big picture i think like you find one thing that you start to care about and you can you can relate it to to so many things. You can carry it through so many different facets of our environment and our lives as we know them. Anyway, a uh, little, little, little off topic. And, and, and now I guess I'll rant a, a bit, um, because I, yeah, you have to ask yourself the right questions or you have to ask you have to ask questions in general you have to ask questions and you have to be committed to seeking answers this is like honestly one of my pet peeves which is why i said in the first episode that like if i'm nothing i am at least thorough and do my due diligence and do the legwork and try to be as well read as possible because I can't stand when people don't ask questions and when people take everything as given and believe everything they hear. I mean, you can't do that, especially in this day and age of the media. And I'm honestly, I'm not trying to conspiracy theory anybody right now. Like I'm just, yeah, I said it was a rant, so it's a rant. Okay. (laughs) But don't take things as given and, and don't believe everything that you hear. Do your own research and counter check everything. You know, if you read one article here, see if there's another, another article about that somewhere else that says the same thing, or do you only find things that are contradictory? And if you only find things that are contradictory, can it be the truth? Um, I mean, can the original thing be the truth? You know, it's one thing for someone, of course, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. Of course, like things get un- uncovered and discovered and uh, uh, uh. Um, I don't know what that noise was. I'm really sorry. But um, the, the point is, is, is just, just, just check, double check, make sure that, that what you're reading has grounds, you know, make sure that it's, it's not, I, I don't want to use this word, but I'm going to say it really quick. Fake news, whatever. So... <laughs> just as with the book example, okay, once things start to build on themselves, you know, once you find something you care about and start asking those questions and, um, you know, things build on themselves and snowball, it's, it's hard to slow down the influx of knowledge. It's hard to stop the snowball before it gets so large in size. And, and you become, you become annoyed at how things develop. You know, you, you, you become perturbed by the state of things and you, you start to question things and you start to wonder and see things from a different angle and, and it fires you up. It gets, it really gets you fired up. And, 
that's the point, you know, like once you step into that world, it's hard to leave. And I think that's, that's kind of what the goal is here. Like that's where I want you to be. I want you to be fired up. It's where the world wants you to be. They want you to be so irritated with the way things have become with, with how we've gotten to where we are today. That's where we need everyone to be because we ha- people have to be at wit's end. They have to be itching for change, big and small. We, we need people to care. We need them to care. Yeah. So caring, caring is like, it's like the Hotel California of the human existence. All right? You, you can check out anytime you'd like, but, but you can't leave. You can never leave. And my question is, if you're already checked in, then why not eat from the buffet? I'm like, I'm not 100% sure that that analogy works, but let's stick with it and see what happens. So, right, 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 right. I know, I know that we're here today to talk about caring and how to care. And I, I'm pretty sure I covered that. Um, (laughs) but, but now that I've mentioned, you know, being checked in or being checked out, um, let's, let's dive in, let's dive a little deeper there. Um, so I, this is like a small disclaimer. Um, we're all only human. We're, we're human beings. If you're a robot listening to this, I'm impressed. And like, I hope that this is going into like your artificial intelligence and you're learning um, how to care for the world through my podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I, that's a pipe dream. I, whoa, <laughs> that got weird. Okay. Wow. Um, sorry. I'm like still playing this through in my head and I'm like, wouldn't that be really cool? Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So back to the disclaimer. So if I haven't said this before, <laughs> I, I, I feel inclined to say it now and probably once per episode. I am not perfect, obviously, obviously. Um, I mean, you guys are all like, thank God she said it. Like we know, but no, I'm not perfect. Um, zero waste bloggers, influencers, whatever people who, people who seem to have it all together and, you know, can put their waste for an entire year in a Mason jar. Like those people also, I assume are not perfect. Um, (laughs) activists aren't perfect but the point is is that we're trying you know we're we're putting forth some effort in order to see results you know and and that's the point but okay i digress yet again i mean is it even possible to be okay so let's go back to the checked in checked out conversation sorry and ask ourselves, or well, let me ask you slash myself, is it even possible to be checked in 100% of the time? I mean, I guess it, I guess it is, but again, I'm not perfect. So if being checked in 100% of the time is perfect, then I'll never be checked in 100% of the time. Um, am I 100% checked in on being vegan every day? (laughs) No. I mean, sometimes I want feta cheese and Sometimes I dream of summer barbecues with chorizo like yesterday. And 
will I allow myself those pleasures? I might, probably, yeah. I'm, I'm not here to point fingers. I'm not here to tell you to give up everything you love. I mean, the point is not to feel deprived. The point is to feel good doing more while also having less. And and I do feel that way. I mean, I feel fulfilled completely in, in, in how I have chosen to live my life. But that doesn't mean that I can't regress every now and then. It doesn't mean that I can't have feta cheese. And it doesn't mean that I'm checked out from the cause. I mean, it simply means that I'm fully conscious of, of my consumption and at the same time conscious of my humanity in general. But again, I digress. Okay. So when we start to care, let's say, we arrive at the good old Hotel California, which probably isn't even in California, let's be honest. But as we know, we can check in at the Hotel California anytime that we want to, but um, we will certainly be unable to leave or give up concern for the cause, okay? So when we're checked in, we can think of it as being like at CARE's bedside daily. You know, we're actively checking in on CARE and we're nurturing her the best that we can. And when we're checked out, we scroll past the email from her without opening it. Like we're subscribed to CARE's monthly newsletter, but um, we're not always up to date with her goings on. Um, like we show support, but we don't back it up with action. That That's an example of being checked out on the cause or on care. Um, and at the end of the day, like both are important. It's, it's better to have guests at the hotel than not to have any guests at all. But... <laughs> Let's bring let's bring this back, all right? I urge you to enjoy the breakfast buffet. Like take advantage of being at the Hotel California. Everyone loves to stay at a hotel. Um like go for a dip in the pool, try out the fitness studio, hell, go to the hotel bar. Just be active. Just be active in the cause. Be active at caring, you know? Um right. Well, I hope I haven't left you guys more confused than when we started. Um, why don't we Why don't we do like a quick recap of the whole point of this episode, which was, if I recall correctly, how to care. Um, so, I think we can first start by evaluating what's important to us. You know, ask yourselves those questions that I raised earlier, um, and. Choose something to care about based on those things. And by that token, it should be then very easy to make it personal because those things are already personal to you. And pretty much after that, all you have to do is allow it to snowball into other topics. I mean, you have to do your due diligence. You have to, you know, do research and ask the hard questions and be committed to seeking answers. Um, in other words, you have to be an active caregiver. I don't want that to be confused with you have to be on the streets. You have to be, you know, protesting. That, that's not what I mean. So I hope that's not how it's coming over. But you have to be active, actively questioning what's going on around you and why and at what cost and what you can do 
to make things better for yourself, for others, for the planet, for the environment, for et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's good. I think that's good for today. So as always, I, as always, as in, as in last time and this time, (laughs) thank you for listening. Um, I didn't mention it before, but I guess I'll mention it now. You can expect a new episode every Thursday, whether that's the crack of dawn on Thursday or 11.59 p.m., I cannot tell you, but I will do my very best to get an episode out every Thursday. And in the meantime, you can check the blogs, the blog, it's a singular blog, just one, um, for updates and featured recipes or DIYs. I didn't know, actually, I'm going to ask you guys this because it's kind of plaguing me. Is it do it yourselves, do it yourselves or do, yeah, sorry, I got an email or do it's yourself, do it's yourself. Let's try that again. Check the blog for updates and featured recipes or do it's yourself. I think it's do it's yourself. I mean, obviously it sounds kind of weird, but it's like Coles de sac. It doesn't matter. The point is get in touch via email. Also, um, at talk to Jane at janetalkstoolwall.com and tell me what you want to hear. Like what questions do you have? What reactions do you have today's episode? Um, yeah, I'm not really sure how, how it will come over. And I hope that you guys will give me some feedback or you'll tell me, give me some insight on whether or not it helped you think about things in a new light or whether it was a waste of time. Just, you know, holla at your girl. I'm really sorry about that. Um, yeah. So tune in next week for more of me talking to a wall. (laughs) 